Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back. I'm your host, Random Randy. Thanks for tuning in to Red Thread Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about something that's on a lot of people's minds, especially after everything going on over there in Hawaii. Uh, you know, it seems to be that we get the same script kind of playing out over and over and over again. And uh, is it really true that nobody's any the wiser? I don't think that that's true. Uh, but, you know, personally, I think that we're just in a game show of some kind, some kind of trial by fire, right? Uh, something to that effect. And uh, speaking of fire, something that can create extremely high temperatures uh, and fires and possibly even earthquakes, it's going to be direct energy weapons. So we're going to take a look at that today. And uh, yeah, let's just jump in here. So we're going to take a look at that. Right, there we go. And uh, let's get it going here. Got that up front since this stuff here. Oh, that's just a, a nice look at, uh, at one of these directed energy lenses from the, the Boeing here. Uh, something I want to show to you guys is uh, the stories coming out, right? Are, are like kind of like this. Uh, oh, hey, look now. Uh, in the last uh, 10 years, you know, uh, they finally got this thing working, right? In the last 10 years. Listen, folks, they've had these things <laughs> for 50, 100, possibly 200 years. The difference is, is the platform that it's installed in, okay? So while this Boeing situation here might be pretty new, this guy, this system is not. It is not. Now, it was uh, touted during the Cold War as, uh, you know, being uh, nose-mounted camera arrays, uh, laser range finders. I mean, listen, they've given uh, every, you know, description aside from the actual do description, okay? They've given us every nonsense in the world and only... In the last, oh, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years, have they uh, have they come around and said, oh, okay, well, no, that's that's a real thing, right? Uh, or, or, hey, this thing shot down its first missile. Okay, so maybe it shot down its first missile, right? Maybe it shot down its first missile in 2009, okay? Maybe. So that's that, that particular mission of its, right? Uh, but I'm here to tell you folks, the stuff has been around for a real, real long time. How long you might ask? Very long time. Now, if you're familiar with the occulted nature of information in this world, then you'll know that everything under the sun has happened and will happen again. So typically... When we're thinking of Archimedean death ray, we get some kind of like an image like this of a mirror, right? Which is maybe that's not far, you know, far from the truth, right? Um, we've seen what parabolic mirrors can do to stone, right? Uh, so, you know, if we're being real, uh, you know, the sun really is a deadly laser like that kid on TikTok's talking about, right? So uh, aside from the sun, we have other devices, devices that we have made. As, as humanity, we have made these devices uh, looking very much like the Chrome logo, right? So, 
you got to ask yourself, is that a coincidence, right? Is that a coincidence that that looks exactly like the Chrome logo? Is there a purpose for that appearance? Is it just strengthening the, you know, epoxy or the poly that is uh, the lens or the glass? Like what is going on there? Either way, shapes have meanings. This one in particular, right? So we've got this eye in the sky, which is what it used to be called. It used to be known as a camera. Now it's touted as being a DEW. That's only in the last 10 years. So we're going to take a look at what is a DEW, right? Like what is exactly going on here? What is directed energy weapons? What are some types of directed energy weapons? And something to keep in mind, folks, is these are just a couple. These wavelengths, the microwave wavelength, the uh, wavelength of, of visible light, these are just very small parts of the electromagnetic spectrum that we're engaged in here, right? Um, something you should know about us, humanity, each and every last one of us is a capacitor, okay? We are a capacitor. We are a resistor. We have the uh, opportunity to be many different parts of the circuit of life while we're here, okay? One of those is a capacitor, uh, which is a very important part. Same thing with, uh, you know, resonators, different elements of electrical systems, uh, when you start to put them together, you begin to find technologies coming out of this, like these directed energy weapons. Okay. So we have, we're just going to go through this like 10 slides real quick. I had prepped, uh, you know, a really longer one on some uh, magazine that they give out at the nav C unit. Uh, but it was like a hundred pages long and it just, it was so dry guys. I was like, I'm not going to put people through that, man. Uh, so we're going to jump into just this really brief little slideshow okay and this slideshow came out uh, around 2012 something to that effect um and so this is this is the mentality of some of the folks out there playing with this stuff okay when they create these slideshows for people and release them to the public not only is it for the public to consume and get a, a certain idea or mindset on what this technology is and what it's capable of and how it came along right uh, but also it's so that you, those of you out there listening right now, myself included, develop these thought patterns within yourself. You start to believe, right? Be live, right? You start to believe everything that you're told. Uh, and then you get to a point where you're believing media. You're believing the story that for the last 100 years, 200 years, uh, the only technology that we've gotten has been dropped by some alien in the middle of the desert when really what happens if you down you, you go out to the desert you dig down about 30 to 100 feet you're going to find the last civilization the era or epoch before we are all that stuff all that good stuff's buried dude it's buried treasure right disney the movie holes okay there's reasons for everything we're shown now, we're going to get into at the end of this, uh, I'm going to show you some different comparisons of different uh, places that have been devastated. And, you know, you can make your own decision on whether it seems too coincidental. Uh, but one thing I'll point out is even in the Kabbalion, there is a law of coincidence. Uh, that doesn't mean that everything is random. Uh, what it means is that it's coinciding with something else. All right. So a coincidence just means it's resonating with something else, 
Okay. Uh, and as you all have noticed, the last couple of weeks with the situation in Hawaii is resonating with some other situations that we've had in history, some as recently as earlier this year in California, some a couple of years ago during the start of all hubbub in California. You guys have seen the results of what this technology can do. Now, does that mean that this technology has to be on an airplane flying overhead? No, it does not. It can be just like any other electromagnetic radiation. Um, I'm just going based on pure logic here, folks. This stuff can be bounced off of what they call the ionosphere or the dome or the bubble or however you want to look at it, right? Uh, our container, okay? Uh, the the Petri dish that we're all in, all right? Um, I'm uh, sort of curious as to whether or not it is shaped like a bubble or if it's actually flat, right? And then there's just another uh, ecosphere above us, just like there is below us, right? Inner earth, outer space, right? So on. Um so anyway, I, I happen to believe that we live nestled in an electromagnetic window right here. And there is all the way forever and all the way forever different situations happening. You can call them dimensions if you'd like. Um, you can call them uh, biospheres, right? Biomes. Uh, anybody out there that's ever played uh, Terraria will understand that when you go up, you enter a different biome and it repeats over again, uh, but in a different way. Um, just like time, right? Just like time, just like the cycles of time, it will repeat itself again, but slightly differently, right? And that's what we're doing here. That's what's going on. Our history, this version of us that we are playing right now only goes back to probably 1750, maybe not even that far, all right? And there's a lot of information that makes me believe and feel that uh, so much to the point that it's just like, it makes sense. You know, it makes sense that imagine for a moment that you have a soul and your soul is out there and your soul is sort of controlling uh, you, right? Or is, or is experiencing what this body has, right? With the brain and the nervous system and everything else, creating this bubble image of the world, right? And we'll have to get into some of S. Lahar's work uh, on perception and all of these sorts of things at some point. But so there's a lot going into this is what I'm trying to say uh, that, brings my opinion to the point where it is here. Now, directed energy weapon is the most powerful weapon in this century, and it is a game-changing technology in the war. Why would they word it like that? Why would they word that it is the most powerful weapon in this century? Does that mean in previous centuries there had been previous powerful weapons? That's what I'm getting from it. Now, something to note here is the reason that we all don't have access to the electromagnetic spectrum the way that we should, which is our birthright, which is the Holy Spirit, if you will, which is the power of God, right? Which is what we were tuned into in the past and what of our equipment and technology and buildings and all of these things were made to channel down to the people, right? <clears throat> this spectrum is currently being monopolized by those that run things, uh, military in particular. Okay. Reason being is the electromagnetic spectrum is a critical enabler for the militaries. Now, if they know that now, what makes you think they didn't know that a hundred years ago, 200 years ago? Come on guys. You know what I mean? Get with the program. The stuff's been cycling for a good long time, probably forever. Okay. Uh, but where something to take away from this is 
we may not be the same species that was walking this plane or this earth or this bubble or whatever it is, right? All arguments aside, we collectively are not the same. This collective consciousness and the lack of memory therein is because we are a new species. All right. That's I've got reasons to feel that and understand that. And, you know, you folks tag along enough. Maybe you'll, uh, you know, come to understand that, too. Now, the future war will be won by whichever side best exploits the electromagnetic spectrum. And this doesn't just mean military, everybody. It means you as average Joe, average Jane. If you can learn to manipulate the electromagnetic spectrum and there are ways to do this, right? Electromagnetic spectrum is energy, all energy. The potential of the ether manifest is the electromagnetic spectrum, all right? But what does it take to become electromagnetic? It takes a shift, right? It takes a red shift. It takes a blue shift, okay? There's reasons why, all right, Ghostbusters, for example. Why do you think they're able to catch the ghosts with those flux packs that they have, right? And, and what is it that streams out of those flux? A red, a blue, and then a white, come out of that right to grab a hold of those spirits right because guess what this earth this earth is the is the main capacitor that we are all within and we are all capacitors within that larger system okay so that's important to know it's cool to see movies and and music videos and all of these things letting us know letting us know that we are we are not trapped within this system we are a part of this system. We are this system. This is where your power has been taken from you, right? Understanding that you are governing a very valuable capacitor. This is what your attention, your intention is the focus of that capacity, okay? So you are a capacitor. Now, that being said, the future war will be won by whichever side best exploits the electromagnetic spectrum. Now, are there elements taking place in the world that are using electromagnetic spectrum against the people? I'm sure there are, but guess what? There's a cool little thing that you can do. You can start taking your power back. You can start taking your power back, find your power, find what brings you that energy, use that, and then refocus and reshift your attention and your intention and do better. Continue to progress and you will never be left behind. All right. Let's take a look here. What is a directed energy weapon? A directed energy weapon emits a highly focused energy, transferring that energy to a target to damage it. Now, you folks, you out there, you, 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 you are directed energy capacitor. You have the capacity to direct your energy. Your focused energy is your attention and your intention. So please use caution and be understanding that you have power. That is your power. That is why there's so many goods and services out there pulling your power away from you. Why do you think those apps on your phone that you love to click on when you're at work on your break are free? You're paying for it. You are paying attention. Just keep that in mind, okay? And hopefully you're paying attention right now. <laughs> so directed energy weapons are most advanced and sophisticated technology with a very distinct feature compared to current kinetic energy weapons. Now, it's moving on here. High power microwaves. So this kind of just describes how it's structured. You have a pulse power source, you have high power microwave source, and you have an antenna. So you have to have the 
the pulse power source, bringing that raw energy in, right? Delivering that short, intense electrical pulse of one millivolt or more and the duration at one microsecond. Okay, that creates, your duration is going to create the wavelength, right? Your waveform, it's going to uh, channel that energy down into a certain point. Then it's going to hit that microwave transistor there or capacitor. It's going to capacitate, it's going to load its capacity, charging up, uh, charge the inductor, and then it's going to compress, compress the flux <laughs> in, the, in a generator. So uh, again, folks, each and every last one of you has the capacity to do each of those things for yourself on your own and for the betterment of your own health and those around you. All right. So that's something to take away from this. And, and I'm glad I started this over and, uh, and I'm, and I'm getting to really put that out for you guys. Cause I think that that's the most important thing that you can take away from any of this is when you see something outside of you, that's fucking petrifying and scary and terrifying, like something being laid waste to, right. Know that you have the power to rebuild within yourself the space that is now vacant, okay? Um, now, I haven't spoken with anybody who's been in any of these situations that we're seeing unfold, uh, you know, just given the fact that everything is a screenplay. Um, I'm very hesitant to sort of give too much of my attention, you know, to to worrying about the negative elements of this world. And, uh, you know, sure, there are negative elements, but hey, man, listen, you can't wallow around in the muck all the time, right? So uh, basically, hopefully you guys can understand that you have as much power as any of these laser beams have. Your intention, your attention uh, can either devastate, and, and trust me, I know, I have given myself the wrong kind of attention and intention and devastated my life and the lives of those around me in the past. But guess what? I've also refocused that and put it to good use. And now I'm building my own life, the lives of those around me. Okay. So you all have that capacity. Uh, you all can charge yourselves. You all can induce the, the compassion, the, the love, the joy, the motivation, and you can compress that, build that within yourself to generate something new in your life. Okay. So that's going to be the little, you know, woo woo stuff for this one, but we're going to go forward with the brass tacks now. Now this is a, a Mark's bank power supply arrangement, uh, showing you where the resistors are, where the gates are, uh, where the, uh, capacitors are, et cetera. Right. Uh, so just giving you the basic lowdown, uh, again with the, this is like the power of four. Okay. Um, we have four pairs of resistors. Uh, along with four inline capacitors, okay, um, creating the power supply for this. And we're only allowed to see sort of the outside surface of what this power supply arrangement looks like. I'd imagine there's a lot of really cool stuff going on in there, things that, uh, you know, are probably patented. Um, you know, I encourage you all to go out, look at patents, see what the you know, arrangement is of these components. You know what I mean? Um, heck, look at the arrangement of the components within yourself. Each of our arms has a capacitance. Each of our legs has capacitance. And then down the middle, we have this, this flux capacitor capability that's amazing. Because guess what? Every, every day, every last one of us is just stepping through time. We're going back to the future because we came back to ourselves here in the past 
to grow again because we're in a kindergarten. We're here to be kids, right? But some of us are getting to the point where like, listen, it's time to grow up. It's time to move forward. It's time to not let these powers that shouldn't be dictate my life, dictate the lives of those around me through fear, right? So don't let this stuff you're seeing on the TV get you scared. Keep in mind, everything is pre-written, right? And if something is being destroyed, something will be built in its place. Now, we might not like agree with some of the choices of the architects or any of these things like that. But once you start looking into the electrical nature of this world, um, it is my understanding the previous version of society in this world was dealing with a magnetic element, right? And the electric element came in later, okay? Um, like maybe manifest later out of the magnetic, all right? Uh, or the other way around, or it could have been, you know, simultaneously. But either way, uh, there was a different purpose for the technology that was here before. We're going into a different time, a different way of understanding our world and ourselves, and uh, that necessitates a different technology. So please don't get wrapped up in all the fear uh, surrounding all of the things happening in the world, right? Look at what's going on within you. Uh, you know, personally, from a personal perspective that I'll share with you guys, uh, I have been able to find so much power within myself, so much capability within myself. Since I stopped focusing on the dark side of everything that's happening, because we live in a dual world, folks, electromagnetism, red and blue, black and white, there's always going to be that other side. But where you shift your focus to is like where you're directing your energy weapon, your mojo, right? You're going to freaking dial that in and focus it all together and do something with it, right? These devices are doing the same thing. It's the intention of the purpose of the person using these devices that you got to wonder about and you've got to question. But the devices themselves exist. They have existed for a very long time. Electronics have been around a lot longer than we are allowed to understand. Uh, mining, um, societies, cultures, different ones, different eras, epochs, ages. These things have happened, will happen, and are happening. Okay. So anyway, that's something to point out there. Now, is it possible? And here's a weird one, right? This is probably uniquely me. Is it possible that our atmosphere is simply this dielectric window, right? And our sky is separated between this virtual cathode and this virtual anode and our technology or our infrastructure here on this planet is imitating this type of system. What makes me say that you might wonder? Well, everything is intention. Every perturbation of the ether is caused with focused attention. Okay. That's exactly what a DW is doing. It is focusing that attention or that light. Remember light is attention. It's focusing that light into a beam to do something else. Now, it is my thought, based on some things I've been looking into, that this realm, this planet, this bubble, this earth that we are in, that we are on, is a form of I. Okay? And we would be deep within, probably in the retina of the I. 
right? And when we all focus our intention as a species here and shine it outwards, it will then arc to a, what has been called crater, a different bubble, and it will start life there, okay? And then this is what we train all of the warriors for, to go to the secret space program and all this other stuff, is because worlds are being created, all right? And it's all coming from intention and attention. And yes, there are some dark sides of humanity, of consciousness, right? Uh, but but that's okay. It can be there. Uh, it's up to you whether you want to engage with that or not. So this is a high-powered uh, microwave source, uh, and it creates a beam, right? A beam, virtual cathode oscillator, okay? It is my understanding that we are in a type of oscillating system. That's what's going on with the planets. They're oscillating. They're not orbiting. They're oscillating, Okay. Uh, day to night, oscillation, right? Month to month, oscillation. You got to keep in mind, we live in an electric universe, everybody. And it all really, really does boil down and make sense when you start looking at it that way. And then when you start looking into the vortex physics side of things and realize everything is spin, you wonder why they call the media the spin doctors, right? You wonder why a TV show might have a spinoff. Everything, folks, everything is based on the understanding that we live in a red, blue, white, black, electric realm. Universe, however, okay? There are different types of antennas. There is a horn, a parabolic, and a hybrid antenna. So we have different ways of focusing this intention, attention, light, or energy, okay? Let's take a look here. Some different types of lasers. Free electron, solid state, chemical laser. Okay. Uh, different types of chemical lasers here. All right. And it's interesting that they don't really break down the solid state or the free electron into any more specific sort of things. Uh, now, lasers have three common components. A, a lasing medium or an amplifying medium that increases the intensity of the light beam. This could be a gas, liquid, solid, or semiconductor. Okay. Uh, it is my opinion that the waters above uh, are a semiconductor it's known as the fourth phase of water or easy water. Uh, and it's a, um, organized sort of array of hydrogen and oxygen molecules that link together to form something like a carbon nanotube. And, uh, then, then, that, so this would be what like the firmament is made of, uh, I, possibly, right. I haven't gone up and got scooped a cup out and, and brought it back down to, to look at it yet. Right. But, but maybe I will someday. Uh, so uh, it, we need a method of stimulation or pumping. So a pulse discharge, an electric or a chemical reaction. Uh, keep in mind that everything that we see happening in this world is done for what, folks? For what? To get a reaction. Okay. So is it possible that we are taking part and a part of a giant reactor? Uh, is it possible that this reactor that we're in called Earth could be called an arc reactor? Because the archons are controlling the reactions? Anyway, what else does it take? A resonant cavity. Reflective mirrors. What do we do on a daily basis, everybody? We reflect. Do we not? Are we not in a realm of self-reflection? Uh, is it possible that that is creating a resonant effect? And is it possible that you, 
you can control your own resonant effect through your intention, emotions, everything. Everything going on inside of you is controlling your resonant frequency, okay? Uh, so that's what's allowing you to focus your energy more effectively, right? And make it do work, right? Making your energy do work through your resonance, okay? So everything is everything else. We are lasers. <laughs> the world is a reactor and it is emanating energy to create yet more reactors, bubbles, creators, however you want to call it, uh, planets, whatever works for you, okay? That's what's going on here. We live in an electric universe. We build charge. We express that charge. That charge does work, creates another reactor, and so on and so on in a daisy chain, all right? All right. It's enough with the crazy stuff that has no evidence for people, right? But listen, folks, there's tons of res of, <laughs> of residents and evidence out there. Uh, you just got to choose to want to see it. You know what I mean? You got to look past sort of the darkness of all of it. All right. And listen, man, a lot of the darkness is just in the spin of the story. Okay. It's just in the spin of the story. Here's some examples of some DWs. Now, folks, back in the 80s, they had these mounted on top of uh, would have been back then. Uh, like DC tens and things like that prop planes up there with these lens things on the front. And uh, it was the assumption or what was expressed to us was that these were sensors. Okay. So they've been up there playing with this stuff for a good long time, right? Long enough that now we have portable mass manufacturable phasers, which yes, folks, they do have a stun setting. They have a dazzle setting. They've got I mean, we're living in Star Trek, guys. This is the USS Enterprise. We are all crew on this endeavor. And what does the USS Enterprise go on to do? Boldly go where no man has gone before. So we extend our energy out of our bubble in some way, shape, or form. Um, now we can get into uh, if directed energy weapons are a possibility. What can we put into that energy in direct places? Um, well, first of all, life. Let's just put it that way. Life, the coding for DNA, the coding for everything can be sent through a lightning bolt, essentially, right? Which is why when you look at uh, War of the Worlds, uh, they ride the lightning into the ground, right? So we are extending lightning with consciousness to another place, it embeds, and life begins. It's not like we've been told like a fucking sperm falls out of the sky and suddenly the earth is pregnant. Mm, not in a literal sense, folks. In an energetic sense, yes, yes. Uh, we are casting electricity into places where currently there's only the potential or magnetism available, okay? Uh, and, there, and there has to be the magnetism, uh, which necessitates certain infrastructure. Okay, before the energy can be expressed in a focused manner, okay, uh, into that area or region. All right. Um, when they're talking about uh, uh, moon bases, things like that, it's uh, it's it's an it's a nomenclature thing, folks. It's not the moon you're seeing in the sky. That is a an optic optical effect. All right. Something else to remember: everything is light. Everything is optics, all right? Four-wave four phase conjugation is what's taking place around us, okay? Which is why the 
Iron Cross is prevalent, which is why the things like the swastika uh, and the cross itself, the cube, it's all telling you that we live in a like four wave phase conjugation reality. Um, and we are laying more layers into it as we go. Um, and more layers have been laid into it all the going all the way back, right? Things are never taken away. Things are only added. It's only ever and then, okay? Now we have the active denial system for crowd control. We have the uh, microwave uh, beam here on this truck. And you can see how much, uh, how many components are necessary for this specific type of laser, right? Uh, kind of really makes you wonder about the phaser. Where's this thing getting its energy from, right? Uh, they'll probably tell you batteries, but I happen to think that it's actually a lot simpler than that because it is actually a thing over unity devices, okay? You're starting to see that stuff come out on Gaia and things like that now. So they're starting to divulge it to us. The only reason they're able to divulge that information to us, folks, is because so many people disbelieve it. That's why. Uh, so I suppose they had to build the you know infrastructure of disbelief before we can start selling believable, fully compiled units of information, right? Kind of like what we're getting with this Tartaria topic. We're getting crash course. We're getting a crash course in what had happened before. And we're being asked to imagine and then put to words what came before us because that's the only place that it currently still exists is within each of us, okay? So we've got electromagnetic bombs, right? So this whole, oh, you know, EMP might happen thing and everything else, uh, yeah, it might, but it's more than likely going to come from this thing you're never going to see because it's black, it's radar resistant, uh, it's, it is the champ after all, apparently, right? Uh, so it's, it's a high-power microwave E-bomb. Okay. Now, on the, on the Navy ships, we have these, right? And uh, is there a reason that all of our conventional weaponry is being used right now? Yes, because it will be useless not very long from now. Okay. So they're cleaning out the armory. They've got this stuff. They got this stuff waiting in the wings, guys, that they've been really itching, itching to bring out for 150 years, you know? Maybe not itching to bring it out. Maybe itching to hide it from everybody, but it's getting to a point where that's not possible anymore, you know? Not after, you know, the 2001 scenario, not after all these fires, right? Um, no, it's it's optically impossible to hide this anymore, okay? Uh, so... I'm looking at it like it's being used as a button being pushed in society uh, to bother you. Everything is just to bother you. You wake up in the morning and you got a freaking plate full of crap to bother you if you let it, you know? And um, yeah. So here's some ex uh, examples of some differences between lasers and, and uh, high-powered microwaves. Uh, essentially, it's, it's the range the power the wavelength and something to keep in mind folks is these wavelengths right so we've got laser and microwave now in the next octave above and below 
there's still a, a possibility to direct that energy also. That wouldn't look like anything that we've ever seen. Okay? It wouldn't look like anything that we know. It may not even be visible in our current spectrum. Okay? And it's my thought that the technology that is being put in place or that is being used for a lot of these resets and things is not what we're being taught about here. It is not focused light spectrum light. It is not um, focused what we know as microwaves. It's more likely a, uh, <clears throat> oh, geez, what's it called? It's a fancy word. What do you call it? Uh, exotic. There you go. It's an exotic energy that's being used for these reset mechanisms. Something to point out, okay? Uh, and this is why they're used. And this is why they've been able to use them for hundreds of years to do the burning down and the laying, laying down of things, okay? Because it has pinpoint accuracy. Low cost per use and maintenance. So they can build one of these devices and it can sit there, right? We're probably just getting to the point now where we're building our own versions of these. The ones that are being used 100 years ago, uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that was from our teachers. Okay, that was from those that came before us, our ancestors, right? Same thing with the white, great white fleet. Uh, it is my thought that that great white fleet was harboring a bunch of these, had a bunch of these, and they, they parked them in all these places, you know, around the world and uh, parked them in all these places, guys. And, uh, you know, conveniently, right around the same period of time, those cities were all laid waste to, raised to the ground. Now, is it some is it coincidence that laser and razor are close to the same? Sound very similar? I don't think so. I think that they lazed or raised. This is why they call it raising the city to the ground. All right, it's it's an inside joke, folks. Everything is an inside joke, right? There's the Great White Fleet, right? Arriving in Port of Los Angeles, 1908. A year and a half after it just decimated uh, San Francisco. See? And uh, this is as close as they allowed folks to get with their cameras. They brought them out to the port. Let them be viewed, uh, you know, right at the very edge of your perspective. You guys don't understand how massive these ships are. <laughs> how massive they are and the story behind the white star cities and oh, it's a beautiful story folks beautiful story all right great white fleet new zealand 1908 so right around that time right around that time and then guess what happens guys this is san francisco shortly in 1906 personally i think this is probably a staged photo but whether it's staged doesn't change the fact that this thing was raised to the ground you know what I mean? It really doesn't. Now, uh, let's take a quick look at Chicago. Yeah, Chicago, right? Raised to the ground. All right, raised to the ground. 
Now, yes, these are more than likely composite images also. Uh, there's a lot of areas where it looks like there's touch-ups made or where they were layered specifically uh, for effect. You know what I mean? Certain things, again, pinpoint accuracy. You're going to have, oh, yeah, the old town square is left up. Uh, uh, we've got a, a building now. We can put the bank in, you know. Got a building now. We can put the bank in. You know what I mean? So, yeah, see, you've got the, uh, you know, hey, the post office is still there. Good, good. We've got to have the post office. Yeah. Uh, we've got, like, a couple of things we could use for factories still standing. Cool beans. Let's do that. Right? And I'd imagine over there uh, in the Aloha State right now, nothing happened like this to the naval base, I'm sure. And this is California. All right? Pinpoint accuracy. The other part about these directed energy weapons that I will point out briefly is yes, uh, you know these these crowd control things are part of it. Uh, plasma weapons are a thing. If you have plasma cutters that are used in industry, you can you know expound on that, right? You can expound on that, and you can create a weapon. All right. So these, it's silly to think that these things are not used or or have not been being used for you know 100 years all right yes we are being kept in a state of stupidity by these folks in charge but really is it their fault is it their fault that we're kept in a state of stupidity or is it because we're agreeing with it we're going along with it i'm going to the movies and eating the popcorn and freaking all that you know what i mean um, I'm frying my potatoes on my stove, uh, putting acrylamide into them and uh, adding some pressed seed oil to it and, and cooking that until it creates acrylamide. And then is it their fault or is it my fault I get stomach cancer? You know what I'm saying? But we got to start looking at, at, at those things. Um, now, speed of light operation, silent, difficult to track, operate in all weather conditions. Okay. Disadvantages. Microwave weapons have short ranges compared to laser. All right. Lasers can be deflected, reflected, and absorbed by physical chemical property of material. Something that comes to mind, guys, is lead-based paint. You want to know why there's no lead-based paint? Right there. Right there. Uh, laser weapons can require large construction, mostly in the uh, capacitance side of it. Okay. Uh, applications, these can be used as defense as well as offense. Um, typically, what's been touted publicly is the defensive mechanisms for this, like the Star Wars program. Uh, and like I was saying earlier with them, you know, saying that these were just uh, optical sensors for a lot of years. You know, when I go to like the air shows as a kid, they would have uh, they didn't have the Boeing that I showed you earlier, but they would have a different set of uh, airplanes with the eyeball bubble on the bottom. And we're just told like, that's a camera. It's just for taking pictures. And then there's no reason that any of this type of devices couldn't be, uh, you know, put on top of, or, or put below an airship in the past. Okay. It's important to understand that there's, it's not new guys. It's not new. All right. And so what do we do when we get to a point 
something interesting. HPM weapons temporary, temporarily disrupt electronic systems or permanent damage to integrated circuits. I think that this microwave weaponry is what was used to fry the previous uh, arrows, um, you know, infrastructure. Uh, and it's interesting now that through my microwave communications is what uh, connection with this this entity that is calling itself these aliens is right. Uh, it's a microwave based entity. Okay. Um, so it's just the next octave of what had previously happened and came into power before it's the same thing again, differently. Okay. So it's, it's hard though, not to get too wrapped up in it. Right. Um, laser can be mounted to aircraft ships or any ground vehicles, such as tanks. Um, keep in mind, aircraft includes drones. Okay. Aircraft can include drones. So those are just some references. Okay. Here, here's some interesting things to note, guys. Ener directed energy can provide quick employment, deep clip capacity, scalability from lethal to non-lethal, simplified pointing and tracking, all-weather capability. So yes, while in the past, they were only telling us about the tracking capabilities of these devices. When you flip that around, you then have a direct energy weapon. Okay. So it's possible that all of the things that we were shown as sensors growing up uh, at these air shows and things like that were the foundations for directed energy weapons that we see being used today. <clears throat> They can pass through walls without a trace. Interesting stuff. Silent and providing surgical accuracy with speed of light. Okay. So those are just a few things to point out about direct energy weapons. I just wanted to share those with you. And, uh, you know, and again, I can't help but point out that, listen, guys, this stuff is not new. Okay. It's not new. Now, listen, look at this. They already were building up this this warehouse. Uh, look at the previous civilization's infrastructure. We're talking five, ten stories, like all of it, all of it out there, you know. And they're just throwing up these places. You know where they got all this wood from? Surrounding forests. That's where all the forests went, folks. That's where all the forests went. Okay. Wood was only used to interior decorate back in the day. So just ask yourself, you know what I mean? Am I really okay with believing that this shit's all new? <laughs> Am I really okay with being like blissfully ignorant and thinking that something didn't cause this? Now, something I'll point out is it's typically they'll go to these areas. They'll go to these areas and they'll evacuate everybody. Right. They don't really allow you to stay in your home if you're in one of these areas. You ever notice that they won't allow you to stay in your home. OK. Lasers are not a new thing. It can be as simple as a parabolic mirror. Uh, yeah. So that's that's pretty much going to be it. Uh, something else to point out is this is the global due market size by region for 2015 to 2020. Why in those five years did North America amass some billion dollars worth of direct energy weapons and Europe, uh, you know, halfway behind that, Asia slightly behind that. Now, these things have multiple purposes, folks, not just the destruction of things, but I do believe that they can be used 
you know, to get people to do what they want. These are the laser weapons that are in use currently by uh, the military. Electrolasers uh, forms an ionized channel to target and then sends the electric pulse that shocks the person. Oof, just shocks them, right? Electrolaser. Pulsed energy projectile involves the emission of an invisible laser pulse. Pulse uh, on contact creates a small amount of exploding plasma, causing a pressure wave that stuns the target. Uh, affects nerve cells, causing a painful se sensation, right? And then, then a dazzler. The dazzler is a common use item, a non-lethal weapon uh, that disables its target with blindness. So they don't need flashbang grenades, guys. Okay. So that's just a couple of things there, some things to think about. Personally, I'm of the thought that these, these battle, this battle fleet here was not what we're taught. And that's the other thing. Do you notice? I'm trying to find a better, better perspective here because I really wasn't able to find, come on. Oh, it's downloading. Don't download you stupid thing. I don't want, we'll take a look. I'm, I'm looking for conventional weaponry is what I'm going to take a look for here. San Francisco Harbor, 1908. I really wonder though, you know what I mean? So from what I understand though, in San Francisco, after the fires, after the fires, they had to, you know, they, they said, oh, well, we just have to dynamite everything. And it does appear as though there are conventional firearms but they look like they're only on the, on the broad sides. I don't see anything up here. And of course, I can't zoom in any further. <clears throat> so those are just some thoughts I wanted to share with you guys. Uh, I've seen some shout outs, you know, hey, anybody know anything about these things? Uh, while I don't know everything, uh, I know what, what we've been told for the last 200 years is not correct. <laughs> that much I can just stand behind all day, all night. You know what I mean? And, and uh yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's the shorter version of the one I came up with earlier. Much love to you all out there. And, uh, you know, just, just keep questioning what's going on. Keep, uh, keep finding your power, everybody. You know what I mean? Um, approach the, the shifting nature of reality with love and, uh, uh give yourself some respect and some love and, uh, some opportunity to, to blossom, you know, like we're all here doing the best we can. And that's, that's all we need to do, you know, is the best we can and um, empower each other. Those that are around you, empower them. Don't be little people. If somebody doesn't believe something that you feel to be true, don't believe to belittle them. Don't tear people down. Let's build each other up guys. You know, we've seen over the last 150 years, what it looks like to tear each other down, you know, to tear things down. Right. Regardless of what happened back then or what is happening yesterday, our opportunity moving forward is to build up, to build each other up, to build ourselves up, to make this place what we dream for, what we dream of, right? Instead of dwelling in our past and, and wishing that we can go back to the way things were. Yes, it's very appealing to wish that you could go back to the way that things were before, you know? And um, I'm right there with it. I spend so much time imagining what this world was instead of imagining what it could be, you know? And um, 
knowing now that the capacity that each and every one of us has to shape our reality, um, you know, I'm all about putting the message out there that we've got this, folks. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make this world so much better than it has been for the last 150 years. Uh, we've just, we're getting started. We're just getting started. You know, have some patience with yourself, with those people around you. Um, you will see that others are coming around to the idea of sovereignty for themselves and for their families, right? And, and uh, you know, standing your ground doesn't have to look like a vengeful, spiteful action. Uh, standing your ground can be empowering yourself. It can be building yourself up. You know, it can be empowering your family members, seeing where you've made mistakes in the past and changing those things, uh, then going back in your mind and comforting yourself in the past, you know, go back and think of yourself in those times where you're having struggles and, and give yourself that moment of listen, I love you old, old self that was stupid and, and ignorant and all of these things that the self that came before this current self were. But instead of hating on myself about it, instead of hating on yourself about it, bring that love back to yourself. You know what I mean? Give that compassion and understanding to that moment. Uh, and, you know, I'm attempting to have compassion and understanding for whatever those that were taking part in the destructions that we've seen in the past. Uh, maybe I'm being devil's advocate or giving the benefit of the doubt. And I think sometimes that's okay. You know, uh, I think that, uh, that, if anything was torn down, it was torn down with the purpose to be built back better. And, you know, yeah, you know, orange man. Yeah. Listen, all that shit aside, guys, it's all show. It's all a show. Shit. This right now that you're watching is a show. So don't take any of it too damn seriously. If it doesn't suit you, if it doesn't feel right, you know, but build each other, build each other. So I'm trying to say, let's build this world. Let's build things up, build ourselves up, build our families up, build our communities up right? Uh, there's so many beautiful communities spread out uh, along this world that there's opportunity. There's opportunity for us to build it back. And, and if it's not the way that we choose to feel that it needs to be, then it's up to us. It's up to us to build it back, right? It's up to us to create different if we want to see different, right? And I don't think everybody's going to get roped into these 15-minute cities, uh, or if it was really like as bad as we've all wanted to believe it is for the last 20 years, they had already done it. It's, it would already be done. Yes. A few years ago was some stupid shit and yes, there's still stupid shit in the world, but Hey man, do you want it? Do you want to engage in it? Stop fucking eating it. Stop consuming it. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, much love to everyone out there. Stop consuming the world shit and, uh, you know, start, uh, gardening your own wealth of awesome to consume for yourself. Okay. See you next time.